A new investigative report by global news journalist Sam Cooper reveals some pretty shocking stuff. Allegations about China interfering in a pretty broad way in Canadian democracy. Citing sources and reports, it says the Canadian intelligence officials warned the Prime Minister that China had allegedly been targeting Canada with a vast campaign of foreign interference. It goes on to say that CSIS reported that China's Toronto uh, consulate directed a large clandestine transfer of funds to a network that was essentially backing certain staffers, Beijing operatives, um, that were backing at least 11 federal election candidates. Now, the 2022 briefs they were shared earlier this year said that some but not all members of the alleged network are witting affiliates, meaning they knew what they were doing, of the Chinese Communist Party. The intelligence did not conclude whether CSIS believes the network successfully influenced the October 2019 election. The Prime Minister was asked about those allegations today because he's known about them since January and the fact that they were delivered to him and several cabinet members back then. Here's what he had to say. Unfortunately, we're seeing uh, the country's uh, state actors from around the world, whether it's China or others, uh, are continuing uh, to play uh, aggressive games uh, with our institutions, with our democracies, and that's uh, why we are uh, creating new tools to be able to support them. We are constantly working with our intelligence committees and officials. We've created, as you know, uh, specific uh, intelligence and national security committee of parliamentarians uh, that are engaged in these issues and others to ensure that we are able uh, to deal with uh, more threats uh, in the future. Uh, and we will continue to make the investments and changes necessary to both hold up uh, our rights, our freedoms, uh, and our values as Canadians while keeping us safe uh, from those who would do harm to those values and rights and freedoms. The Prime Minister talking about that report today. What exactly they're doing or planning to do is unclear. I think a lot of experts have said for a very long time that Canada seems to be particularly vulnerable or particularly naive when it comes to uh, attacks, or at least those who would do us harm, um, do our democracy harm, undermine democracy. Here comes days, of course, after an investigation was announced into allegations that China was running a secret network of illegal Chinese police stations in this country as well. With more on this, joining me now is indeed Sam Cooper, global news investigative journalist and author of a book called Willful Blindness. Sam, thanks for your time. Great work. Thanks for having me, Ben. This is um, this is quite the story. Uh, in a nutshell, I mean, what what stood out about it the most to you was it just the the scope and scale and scope of what was going on, or who was involved? Well, uh, the scale and the scope of this is is just shocking. Uh, I've gathered from uh, from sources that. Uh, shared information about this intelligence that was reportedly briefed all the way up to Prime Minister Trudeau in, in 2022. Really, it's about the scale of China's uh, interference networks around the world, but of course, focused on Canada. And what these intelligence briefs alleged was that no country, no single nation is doing more foreign interference than China. Very sophisticated networks are surrounding Canadian politicians are seeking to influence uh, the policy of uh, Canadian leaders. And the most stunning allegation really to your to your question is that Chinese officials in Toronto allegedly directed large clandestine transfer of funds into this uh, an alleged network of at least uh, 11 federal candidates and a number of campaign staffers. So this is information that is gathered from CSIS investigations 
and briefed up in, in the most urgent sort of warning up high in Canada's government that this is the nature of the attacks. And it's not just our electoral system under attack. We have Canadian MPs being attacked if they take critical positions on the Chinese Communist Party's uh, worldwide activities, such or or they uh, you remember the vote about a genocide in Xinjiang in 2021 that came up in the House. We found, according to this intelligence, members that uh, uh, voted uh, to declare that a genocide. Chinese intelligence uh, targeted their writings with research to see if there could be economic leverage applied. So it's really just a stunning scale. I can't get over what I've found about the scale of these operations. Yeah, and, and in some ways, just the blatantness of it uh, is also so back to the to the to the one example you brought up about to the funding. Uh, I know there are no names named, but you do suggest or you do speak of an um, Ontario MPP, a campaign staffer. Uh, how exactly did that? And, and also, both this was money going not just to one political party, but different political parties. What did you find on that front? Because that really seems to be the one that was the most shocking. The nature of the networks is sophisticated. The nature of the uh, intelligence I've been informed of from sources, you could say that uh, these are high-level findings that may not get into the exact arcane nature you know, of this alleged network. But what we can say with certainty is Canadian intelligence has reported large clandestine transfers directed from Chinese consulate officials into a network that includes not only members of uh, the Liberal Party, but also members of the Conservative Party. And we're not just talking about candidates, we're talking about staffers, you know, networks surrounding politicians. So the network is sophisticated. The Exactly what uh, Beijing was trying to achieve with the, this earmarked funds for the 2019 federal election is not clear. But we, what is clear is that CSIS investigations believe those transfers are occurring to push China's interests into Canada's political system. What sort of uh, response, because clearly you followed up with uh, people who know this stuff from the inside, former CSIS security experts and so on. What's been the reaction to what you found from them? We've, of course, reached out to the prime minister's office before the story ran mm -hmm. to see if they would, would they comment on what the experts and critics are telling us mm -hmm. that uh, this sitting government in Ottawa, in response to these very serious uh, intelligence briefs, essentially has been inactive. Uh, Canada lacks foreign interference laws. Our experts say, well, our allies in Australia, United Kingdom and United States are getting stronger and stronger interference laws. So Canada is, is wide open to these attacks, experts say, and yet the government hasn't moved with new laws, even though our, we have a, a special panel of uh, intelligence committee par parliamentarians in Ottawa that are recommending we follow countries like Australia. So the reaction uh, we, we heard from Prime Minister Trudeau today and uh, to our questions, uh, he, he made a general statement that, yes, countries such as Russia and China are taking aggressive efforts in Canada. Uh, Mr. Trudeau claimed that uh, Canadian uh, agencies have uh, the capacity and uh, are increasing their ability to counter this activity. But uh, the experts I talked to would say the exact opposite. Yeah, what were they saying? Because you talked to you spoke to people who who were really able to take some of this, uh, some of this, some of what you found, and sort of help and help along with it too. Explain it as well from their point of view. What were they saying? Is this really a question of us simply being either naive or or not not properly armed to fight back when this kind of stuff happens? 
That's a great question. I, I believe the, the case that there's naivety has passed because we've, I know, you know, from my sourcing that CSIS and, and various well-informed uh, agencies have been informing our political leaders for years that China's uh, attacks on our democratic institutions are growing. Again, no, no real action is being taken in Ottawa. While we have very, very clear examples from countries, the United Kingdom uh, this year put in new national uh, security laws that would counter these types of uh, foreign agent uh, threats. And uh, really, it's the exact same threat that that is happening in the United Kingdom. Uh, Their intelligence agencies made an open warning that uh, their parliament was uh, under attack from uh, financial United Front networks run out of China. And so in, in the case of Canada, I guess my story has made a similar warning through a different channel, and that's the media. Sam Cooper is with us this half hour. He's a reporter with, uh, investigative reporter with Global News, uh, author of Willful Blindness, a book you may have heard of. Uh, he's released a new report today. We put out a new piece today, an investigative piece on allegations about China's activities uh, within Canada over the past several years. But one of the more explosive of those allegations is uh, that uh, there was there were efforts run out of the consulate in Toronto, uh, the Chinese consulate, to fund a clandestine network of at least 11 federal candidates who ran in the 2019 election. Uh, and that included money going through to staffers. Uh, there's mention of an Ontario MPP, but no names. Uh, Sam, is your idea here that 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 everyone knew exactly that? I mean, these these are uh, to speak, use the term willful again or willful blindness. These are people who know exactly what this is all about. These aren't people being played for fools. Well, that's an incisive <laughs> question. What I what I can tell you, I, I can't tell you my own opinion, but I can but, tell what I've. Ge- well, look, what I've gathered from sources, these are people that are very well placed. They, uh, the, the, the intelligence is very clear in saying in this network, some are witting affiliates of the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. Let's say that again. That's a very strong assertion. You have is. witting affiliates of the Chinese Communist Party that are seeking to infiltrate Canada's political system. And on the other hand, according to the intelligence, there are some unwitting uh, people. So uh, I think generally politicians are pretty smart people. That's a little bit of opinion from myself. Could there be people that really don't understand that, you know, maybe they're getting a bit of support that's unusual? It's possible. And remember, uh, you know, our intelligence agencies are very careful when they assert something. But at this point, they are saying some people in this alleged network are unwitting. Um I'll jump into my opinion. I think, you know, I've been reporting on this issue for a few years. Uh, CSIS uh, does all kinds of warnings that Canadians never hear about behind the scenes to Canadian politicians. You know, even when they travel to China, they they tell them, take a burner phone. Don't accept that drink at the bar. You will be compromised. So I have a hard time finding, uh, you know, believing that politicians at a federal level don't have a a pretty good inkling that not just China, a number of... uh, agents from from a number of countries are trying to get at them. We interviewed a, a gentleman named Alex Josky a few weeks ago. He has a book out called Spies and Lies, which is about Australia, which very, again, much like willful blindness, it spells out what's going on. It's a clear warning, good sourcing. Um, one would think the wake-up call has been delivered many, many times now. So what were you hearing in covering this story and in the past, but what needs to be done? Is it a, is it a foreign influence a register? Is it something as, as simple as that that would be a good first step? 
Absolutely. Uh, you took the, the idea out of my mind. That That is such a no-brainer, the Foreign Influence Registry. And look, uh, my story points at uh, the former MP Kenny Chu, who proposed such a registry, and in turn, according to my sources, was attacked by this election interference network. That just shows you that not only is the CCP trying to boost candidates, but they are attacking politicians who would go against their interests. I think it's beyond doubt that that's the case now. So foreign uh, influence registry, no brainer, that has to happen. And beyond what Mr. Chu proposed, if you're in the United Kingdom and you're working for a foreign government under the table and don't declare, now uh, you can be prosecuted. You'll go to jail for up to five years. In Canada, no, it's open season. Truly, what the experts say is we, we'd simply have no laws to hold politicians uh, to account there. So that's the first step, that registry. And certainly now no excuses for politicians to say they didn't know, right? I mean, that's that's the, the, the other part of it. You did bring up another example that was interesting because just recently we've been talking about these uh, police stations that had existed in different uh, government offices in Canada, uh, alleged to be, you know, covers for Chinese police operating here. Um, you also brought up an example of that as well, where there had been pressure put on um, Chinese nationals here that were wanted back home for on, usually under corruption uh, charges. But uh, but sort of the way that that Chinese authorities operate somewhat clandestinely in our own country to try and bring people back to their country to face justice. That's right. That That's a story I've been chasing for a while, the so-called fox hunt operations from Beijing. This was all part of Xi Jinping's supposed campaign to combat corruption and, and bring back, you know, corrupt officials who were laundering money into real estate abroad. But we've learned over the years that it, there's much more to it than just going after economic fugitives. It's a global covert operation to also go as, go against enemies of the regime. These could be you know, simply dissidents, critics, they, they could even be, you know, Uyghur business people in Canada. These stories about the global stories about police stations being run from these Fujian police bureaus with connections to business persons around the world. These are global covert operations that tie into some very nefarious activity. I, I raised a couple of examples, shocking intelligence uh, of the fox hunt. These uh, briefs said that one target in Canada was connected to China's Politburo. Another case said that a target's brother and father were brought into Canada by Chinese police, and the, the police would not let the family go home unless the target came home as well. One more case said that Chinese police were uh, working with a Canadian police officer in a fox hunt chase, and that should never happen. Well, Sam Cooper, it's a, it's a great piece. Thank you so much. Thank you.